Hey there. So Trumpy Von Schittler's getting arrested on Tuesday, yay. for divorce. <laughs> We've got great news for seniors. The Social Security Administration has made a small burial fund. So one of the greatest things when it comes to our buddy, Michael Cohen, is that he makes old Donnie angry, livid, furious, 24-7, 365. But now we're getting an indication that he is making many other people within Trump world angry because not only is he exposing them each and every day, but when it comes to Melania, the spotlight he's put on Trump, on their husband, has ultimately put a bigger spotlight on her, which is not only embarrassing her, but which has brought greater scrutiny in general into the Mar-a-Lago situation and into the Trump family. And as of tonight, Melania has been embroiled in a brand new criminal scandal. And in my view, it doesn't happen without Michael, which is why she's saying that, you know, he's ruined my life and things like that. We start with the fact that right now, now, because of the testimony of Cohen, because again, it doesn't happen without him, Trump is on the verge of being arrested, and it set a total firestorm down at Mar-a-Lago. Law enforcement preparing for a possible Trump indictment. Agencies looking at this, several taking steps in case an indictment comes down. Now, who's involved? Well, it shows that authorities are eyeing this possibility, and it's in New York rather than, say, Georgia. The agencies include people and police that protect the New York court buildings, the NYPD, and then this. Look at this. Most interestingly, the U.S. Secret Service is involved in these preparations. They, of course, protect former presidents no matter what's happening, including if there's a, an arrest, a booking, charge. So they're discussing these plans. All of this is a response to the reports we've seen, like that New York Times bombshell about a likely indictment. And it's a response to the way Trump's team also has publicly prepared for charges. They're attacking the DA. Now, Donald Trump's lawyer is telling NBC Trump will follow any normal procedures if they get to the point of surrendering to the authorities. The statement is there will be, quote, no standoff at Mar-a-Lago. But so whether Trump says he's going to surrender or not, Mar-a-Lago is a mess right now. It's absolutely torturous for Melania. And even if he, we, we don't know the details, he might go to New York voluntarily. Mar-a-Lago at the gates. And Melania values a few things. She values money, of course, but she also values her privacy and her quote-unquote dignity. Although marrying old Donnie, I don't know how much of that she ever had. But the point is, this is absolutely infuriating to her. And it's infuriating also because when Cohen goes on the news, he exposes the entire Trump operation. And while Melania ultimately doesn't love her husband, she doesn't want to be associated with poor branding. And her last name has been for a long time now, Trump. And she saw this on TV tonight. And reports indicate that she wasn't very happy. Disparaging, denigrating things that they want to try to say about me. It's not going to have an effect and it's not going to stop me from coming forward and to continue to provide truth to power. You, of course, served as Donald Trump's attorney. I think you were more than that. People, we describe you as a fixer, and I think that's a, that's a fair thing to say. You just mentioned Joe Tacopino, who is representing Donald Trump in, in this case, we believe, although it's possibly as a conflict. Uh, but you also said something earlier I want to just hone in on. You said 
everyone around him ends up paying the consequences except for him. And I think there's there's really something to that. Alan Weisselberg, of course, pleading guilty uh, already. Uh, you, you've got Rudy Giuliani, we know, is the target formally of that investigation happening in Fulton County. Today comes news that uh, a federal judge has granted uh, the Department of Justice motion to compel Evan Corcoran, who's his current attorney on the documents, <laughs> right. to testify against you him. You also have Chris, Chris, I'm sorry, Chris, you also have Hobb, right? You also have Alina Habba, who got fined along with Donald $960,000 for, um, you know, malicious prosecution. Preparing for a possible Trump indictment. Embarrassing her, but which has brought greater scrutiny in general into the Mar-a-Lago situation and into the Trump family. And as of tonight, Melania has been embroiled in a brand new criminal scandal. And in my view, it doesn't happen without Michael, which is why she's saying that, you know, he's ruined my life and things like that. We start with the fact that right now, because of the testimony of Cohen, because again, it doesn't happen without him, Trump is on the verge of being arrested, and it mm -hmm. sent a total firestorm down at Mar-a-Lago. Great. Law enforcement preparing for a possible Trump indictment. Agencies looking at this, several taking steps in case an indictment comes down. Now, who's involved? Well, it shows that authorities are eyeing this possibility, and it's in New York rather than, say, Georgia. The agencies include people and police that protect the New York court buildings, the NYPD, and then this. Look at this. Most interestingly, the U.S. Secret Service is involved in these preparations. They, of course, protect former presidents no matter what's happening, including if there's a, an arrest, a booking, charge. So they're discussing these plans. All of this is a response to the reports we've seen, like that New York Times bombshell about a likely indictment. And it's a response to the way Trump's team also has publicly prepared for charges. They're attacking the DA. Now, Donald Trump's lawyer is telling NBC Trump will follow any normal procedures if they get to the point of surrendering to the authorities. The statement is there will be, quote, no standoff at Mar-a-Lago. So whether Trump says he's going to surrender or not, Mar-a-Lago is a mess right now. It's absolutely torturous for Melania. And even if he, we, we don't know the details, he might go to New York voluntarily, but he might have to surrender at Mar-a-Lago, at the gates. And Melania values a few things. She values money, of course, but she also values her privacy and her quote-unquote dignity. Although marrying old Donnie, I don't know how much of that she ever had. But the point <laughs> is, this is absolutely infuriating to her. And it's infuriating also because when Cohen goes on the news, he exposes the entire Trump operation. And while Melania ultimately doesn't love her husband, she doesn't want to be associated with poor branding. And her last name has been for a long time now, Trump. And when she saw this on TV tonight, and reports indicate that she wasn't very happy. Barraging, denigrating things that they want to try to say about me, it's not going to have an effect and it's not going to stop me from coming forward and to continue to provide truth to power. You, of course, served as Donald Trump's attorney. I think or more than that. People, we describe you as a fixer, and I think that's a, that's a fair thing to say. You just mentioned Joe Takapina, who is representing Donald Trump in, in this case, we believe, although it's possibly a conflict. Uh, but you also said something earlier I want to just hone in on. You said everyone around him ends up paying the consequences except for him. And I think there's there's really something to that. Alan Weisenberg, of course, pleading guilty uh, already. Uh, you, you've got Rudy Giuliani, we know, is the target formally of that investigation happening in Fulton County. 
Today comes news that uh, a federal judge has granted uh, the Department of Justice motion to compel Evan Corcoran, who's his current attorney on the documents, <laughs> right. to testify against you him. You also have Chris, Chris, I'm sorry, Chris, you also have Hobb, right? You also have Alina Habba, who got fined along with Donald $960,000 for, um, you know, malicious prosecution and um, frivolous, you know, frivolous uh, prosecution. There's so many more people that are around him in terms of lawyers that the big joke that's out there now is that MAGA really stands for make attorneys get attorneys. And sadly, that's really the truth. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You were saying something. Well, just I guess what were you, if you could talk, I mean, look, you, you did, you know, you did a year in federal prison. You did another year and a half of home confinement, right? You, your, your entire uh, adult life and career, a huge part of it was, was working for Donald Trump. If you could say something to these folks no, now. No, no, that's not that, that, that's not that's not really true. I worked for Donald for 10 years, a decade. I mean, a decade of your life working for. But I mean, like, if you could say something to these folks now, Corcoran, Haba, you know, someone who's considering signing up for, <laughs> right. for this assignment, like, what would you say to them? I would say I hope that you watched me as I testified before the House Oversight Committee when I turned around and I had said to both Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows, I know what you're doing and I know the plays that you're trying to run because I wrote the playbook and it didn't work out well for me and it's not going to work out well for you. The smartest thing that a lawyer could do if Donald Trump asks you know, to represent him in this nightmare that he is going to be living, run. Run as fast as you can and don't run to Florida and especially not Palm Beach. Right? Run someplace east or west, but definitely don't get involved with Donald. That's what I would say. I think that's sound advice. So you can see Cohen there going in at Trump lawyers, really hammering them, really making it clear that everyone in Trump's world that gets close to him gets thrown under the bus. And I think that's obviously a message first and foremost to the lawyers. Right. Cohen speaking from experience. But that doesn't just apply to lawyers. And Cohen has to be making Melania more paranoid, isn't he? Like, you have to think that, right? He has to be driving up that paranoia. He even does it again here. Can you give us a sense of, to begin with of the timeline of your reengagement with the, the district attorney's office here in Manhattan? Now, I know that you've been in, you know, it's, it's public knowledge you've been in talk to the grand jury last week or, or earlier this week. But when did that, that engagement begin? Well, the very first time that I ever met with the district attorney was under the um, control of Cyrus Vance Jr., our former um, district attorney. Uh -huh. They actually came to me in Otisville three times. And then when I was ultimately released, Several months thereafter, I ended up meeting with them another 10 times. Now Alvin Bragg becomes district attorney. And shortly um, after that, I would say maybe four months thereafter, uh, I started meeting with the district attorney's team and met with them uh, an additional six times or seven times and then twice with the grand jury uh, last week. Given what has come out about uh, what was happening in the Department of Justice behind the curtains at the time, given the fact that you actually went, pleaded to, and did some time for this particular crime, um, 
What do you think about the fact that these charges may finally happen and will be happening from the district attorney's office and not from the Department of Justice? It doesn't make a difference to me whether or not he's charged by the DOJ, uh, Southern District of New York, or the district attorney of New York. At the end of the day, it's really all about accountability. That's what I think America wants to see, because Donald has managed to escape accountability his entire life. And the rest of us that have been around him all seem to be the ones who get thrown under the bus. Like, this is a big moment where he's he's making it you know obvious to everyone around Trump. The lawyers first and foremost, but not only them, that if you get involved with him, you will get thrown under the bus, either because he will do it himself to protect himself, or just because via your association, you're going to end up doing something criminal or being party to something criminal. Are you or a loved one experiencing age-related vision loss, glaucoma, cataracts, or macular degeneration? If you're over 50, criminal, and lo and behold, Tonight, there was a brand new revelation that Melania, along with other members of the Trump family, have a legal possession of federal government property, totaling potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. It is a major issue. And again, this isn't driven directly by Cohen, but the scrutiny on the Trump family, guys, it really kicks off because of all of these people coming forward. If you don't have brave people to speak out back in 2020, 2021, where yeah, Trump was out of office, but people didn't necessarily think charges were likely in a lot of these cases, the scrutiny doesn't come. And Melania knows that people like Michael Cohen are the reason she's in trouble. And it, this is this is why it says here, former, and in addition, guys, you see that she's been dragged into her legal troubles again. That's all Cohen. And notes, we, we showed this clip earlier. I'm not going to show it again. We're on the view. They're suggesting that Melania Trump uh, is, is basically a, a gold digger at all of this. And that's only being brought up again because of the Stormy Daniels, Michael Cohen thing. And it notes here specifically, former President Trump and members of his family failed to disclose more than 100 gifts worth nearly 300K that they had received from foreign governments during the presidency, according to a House Oversight and Accountability uh, Committee uh, report that Democrats released on Friday. The report, which was based on White House records and requested from the National Archives, identified 117 foreign gifts received by the former president, Melania Trump, his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, all of that. It even says that Barron Trump and the Kushner children got some gifts. And it notes that the president and his family are not allowed to personally keep gifts worth more than $415 and instead must accept them on behalf of the United States, which must be publicly disclosed and then handed over to the archives. It's part of the emoluments clause and all of that. If you accept a really big gift, you're enriching yourself. You're allowed to accept like, you know, a box of chocolates or something, but you're not allowed to accept like a car or a statue or a really nice piece of jewelry because it blurs the line between bribery and like, you know, a well-meaning gift between two diplomatic, you know, groups or what have you. And Melania is entrapped in this now. She is now part of this criminal thing, right? And her son too, like he's innocent, but like you could see what happened here by doing all of this, it's wrapped her up. And this is why she sits up there at night or in her spa or whatever. And she says, if not for people like Michael Cohen, my life would be serene right now. And it's been wrecked by that guy. And my goodness, Melania, I don't feel bad for you. I don't. You knew what you were getting yourself into. I feel bad for Baron and no one else here. Everyone else knew that when you get into bed with the devil, you're going to get burned. Yep. 
So, Damn folks, straight. my goodness, it is a team effort today in all the best ways. Jack Smith because judges. as we've noted, one of the big Donald issues Rumps. for years now when it comes to investigating and potentially prosecuting old Donnie has been that it's all siloed. Everyone's doing this separate investigations. They're all happening at different places in different times. And there doesn't seem to be any coordination or even a sense that on similar issues, they're moving at a similar pace. But that changed today because of two massive revelations, one from Georgia and one right from the desk of Jack Smith, who made a huge statement, a huge announcement, making some history today in all the best ways for us and all the worst ways for old Donnie. And we're going to get into some of that right now because, my goodness, guys, it really changes everything. Let's start with the phone call. This gives just a little bit of a taste, and then Trump and his team's freak out before we get to the meat of it. Mm -hmm. This morning, we're learning new details about the closely watched Fulton County special grand jury investigation into former yeah, President Donald yeah. Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The four-person confirmed to NBC News that the grand jury heard a phone call between Trump and Georgia House Speaker David Ralston, who died in November, in which Trump pressured Ralston to overturn Biden's victory in Georgia. Joining us now with more, NBC I News correspondent Vaughn uh, Hilliard, just outside Mar-a-Lago, and Asha Rangappa, uh, senior lecturer uh, and assistant dean at the Yale Jackson School of Global Affairs. She is also a former special agent with the counterintelligence division at the FBI. Vaughn, this comes after we learned that adult film actress Stormy Daniels spoke to prosecutors in New York in a separate case involving Trump. I understand you got some reaction from Trump's team. Right. This reaction comes as we are expecting the, both of these cases here in New York and Fulton counties to be coming to a head here. And the decision to go before grand juries on whether to vote to indict the former president or not. Exactly what day those votes by the grand juries were to take place is not clear. But we have new reaction here from the uh, head counsel for Donald Trump, essentially. He's the one that is coordinating the uh, lawyering efforts uh, for Donald Trump in each of these various cases here around the country. And he writes in part, quote, woke radical DAs in New York and Atlanta are allowing crime to run rampant in their cities while they choose to be obsessed with prosecuting President Trump. Democrats continue to weaponize the justice system against President Trump, who has done absolutely nothing wrong because they realize that he is on a direct march back to the White House, of course. So as you can see, we all knew about the perfect call. We knew about that. We have the full audio. You can find it on YouTube. I think there's like an hour, right? That's where you ask to find the 10,000 blah, blah, blah votes. Like we've all, if you're, if you watch pol politics, YouTube, you, you know about that video, but more than that, now there's another recording and this recording, I, it hasn't been released, but journalists have it. And they've given a detailed description of what Trump says and what other people say on the call has been heard by the Georgia grand jury. And my goodness, guys, this nails him much like the other one. This gives you some crucial context. Over in Fulton County, Georgia, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution is reporting the grand jury there heard a recording of a conversation between Trump and the late former Georgia House Speaker David Ralston. In the recording, Trump is pushing for the speaker to call a special session to overturn Joe Biden's win in the state. One of the jurors recalled Ralston basically cut the president off, telling Trump, I will do everything in my power that I think is appropriate. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution. All right, everyone is freaking out about the Alpine ice hack. 
So this was recently on the news and has people losing weight faster than ever. I think is appropriate. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution spoke with five jurors who served on the grand jury investigating Trump's actions in Georgia after the 2020 election. One of those jurors says they were presented testimony about a meeting then-Senator and Trump ally David Perdue had with Republican Governor Brian Kemp in December 2020, where Kemp was also urged to convene a special session to challenge Biden's election win. Really extraordinary insight into the grand jury process there. This is not the kind of information we usually get, particularly before there's been any sort of indictment. No. Now, we know this grand jury has recommended multiple indictments. And if you talk to the former president's legal team, they are concerned about Georgia in terms of charges being brought. They are not, however, they say, worried about a conviction. Paula Reed, fascinating. Wild, as you said, even I don't know how you uh, keep for up Trump with, standards. with all of these. It's a lot of coffee. Yeah. Brainiac, <laughs> Brainiac over here. Thank, Thank you, Paula. This is one. The New Yorker is one of several investigations of Donald Trump. New developments in another one, which is the Fulton County Special Grand Jury. Uh, we now know from Atlanta Journal-Constitution reporting that there was a third Trump call. We knew of two previous Trump calls. The most infamous one is to Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State. There was another one to one of the investigators. And now we know there was a phone call to the late Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives trying to get the Speaker to bring the legislature back in to help Donald Trump. What does that mean if you're building a case? You, I guess if you're Trump, you could make the case if you had one phone call, he was upset he lost the election, he was venting, he didn't mean anything to Ferris. If you have three phone calls where he's asking for help overturning the results, how powerful is that evidence? Well, so what the prosecutors, if, again, this is a, in the pre-indictment stage in this investigation in Georgia as well, if they decided to bring the case, then that would be another piece of evidence that they could use to indicate that he had the intent to try to violate Georgia's election laws, which is what this Georgia case is all about. So while this is happening, guys, Jack is making a move. And we have to be clear that these two investigations are the much are the most connected right and that's where i i you you have to think that they're feeding off of each other that fawny willis and jack smith even if they're not actively cooperating their work restores one another it reinforces one another because anything about the big lie in georgia right anything about that and about trying to find the votes and stuff that's part of the motive that jack smith can establish around j6 and anything around j6 and the planning in washington beyond that call could well feed into the motivations for georgia because for example they might have been making similar plans in other states and while those plans didn't go say as far as the georgia ones did if they had the same plans in other places it establishes more motive gets you more witnesses gets you more evidence blah 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 but now is where it really gets interesting and before i show you this i want to play one of the best glenn kirshner because he had a fantastic observation and you know what it reminds me of guys you know those cool videos you see on social media sometimes of somebody building a giant domino you know set up where they basically hit the one domino and then for like five minutes at one little chain reaction sets things off like never before and it creates this grand experience well that's what's going to happen because glenn says once the shoe first drops then it's going to be a tidal wave and we're seeing that shoe drop with alvin bragg and what jack dis just did confirms it do you think they learned something in that trial because to me for alvin bragg to go from i'm not doing this to flipping and going yeah, we're going to do this it can't be just the hush money. I mean, I'm just saying that common sense wise, it makes no sense to me. It, 
my common sense, and you tell me, you're the former prosecutor, they saw things in that trial while developing evidence that they could say in a closing <laughs> argument, Donald Trump explicitly did it, express, explicitly said doing this, make him a co-conspirator. And I would think it would lead to, we might hear charges way beyond hush money. And I think that's what Pomerantz is getting at in his book. There's more there. What do you think about that? I think we will see charges way beyond hush money. And it's not only that more evidence may have fallen out when they shook that tree during the Trump Organization trial. It's that all of the witnesses that they needed to put on the stand to prove the case against the Trump Organization have now been tested in the crucible of cross-examination. They've had a trial run. They've been able to kick the tires of the witnesses because it's going to be some of those same witnesses who would have to testify against Donald Trump if he's indicted for that same 15 year long criminal scheme to defraud. So, yeah, I think for all reasons, all data points, all indicators are that there will be charges beyond the hush money uh, criminal conspiracy that we ultimately see Donald Trump charged for in New York. And here's the other thing. Don't forget. In the interim, we also had the release of his tax returns to Congress and then ultimately to the public. And one of the things we learned, Dean, was the hush money payments were taken as business deductions. So we've got more New York state crimes because of false tax returns, and we've got more federal crimes. So I feel like there's synergy. I feel like the justice ball is rolling downhill, gaining speed, gaining mass, gaining momentum. And I also absolutely believe once that first indictment drops, oof, it's going to be on in Georgia. It's ultimately going to be on in the federal jurisdiction. And then everybody's going to want to be in the business of indicting Donald Trump for his crimes. So you can see that's where we're at. This is getting very interesting very quickly, right? He said, like, whether it was intentional or not, like, once one person takes the plunge... The other people are going to take the plunge, like, you know, in a cold pool or something. Or once you're in a little bit, you might as well just dunk yourself. So once someone has charged Trump, it's already going to create the political firestorm. What's the point of more firestorm? I feel like the effects will be minimal on the second charge. People will already, the, the MAGAs will already be riled up. I don't know if they'll be more riled up if he gets a second indictment. At least that's my view. And here's what Jack did today, because he made a huge announcement and he charged at Donald Trump and he charged at Mar-a-Lago like the bull that he is. And he broke those doors down, guys, and he has subpoenaed dozens of people. Dozens, it says here. On Thursday, Trump's communication aide, who worked at the White House and then moved within the Florida, appeared before the grand jury and it notes that prosecutors and spoke with prosecutors in the interviews. And it notes that a Martin, who's among a small group of former White House advisors, have remained employed by Trump after he left the office, declined to answer any questions when report, uh, approached by a reporter. But it notes further the subpoenas are in connection with the investigation into the trove of highly classified intelligence documents discovered at the property last year, prompting an FBI search of the premises and a national security probe. And it says he has sought testimony from a range of people close to Trump, from his own attorneys who represent him in the matter, to staffers who work on the grounds of Mar-a-Lago, including a housekeeper, restaurant servers, sources said. The staffers are of interest to investigators because of what they might have seen or heard while on their daily duties around the estate, including whether they saw boxes or documents in Trump's office suite or elsewhere. So this is massive. And the reason they're doing this is that Jack is he's charging at Trump right now and he's going to hit him where it hurts. And he's going at people 
that don't have anything of the, to, the need to lose anything for Trump. His lawyers and stuff have attorney-client privilege, and it's tricky to get around. There is no waiter-client privilege. There is no waiter-your-boss privilege. There is no maid-boss privilege. The person or persons that clean Donald Trump's you know, personal quarters uh, of Mar-a-Lago or his office at Mar-a-Lago have no such privilege. And that's a big blow, guys. The amount he's going to get here charging at Donald Trump, right? He's charging there. This charge is going to disrupt so much. And it's going to create a new web. Every one of these people don't just know what they know. They create new knowledge by connections. If they each know half of a story, now you have a brand new full story. This is big. And it's all happening at one time. Remember what Glenn said. Once the first domino falls and it's tipping over, everything's going to crumble.
Yeah. Flipping and going, yeah, we're going to do this. It can't be just the hush money. I mean, I'm just saying that common sense wise. It makes no sense to me. It, My common sense, and you tell me, you're the former prosecutor. They saw things in that trial while they're developing evidence that they could say in a closing argument, Donald Trump explicitly did it, express, explicitly said doing this, make him a co-conspirator. And I would think it would lead to, we might hear charges way beyond hush money. And I think that's what Pomerantz is getting at in his book. There's more there. What do you think about that? I think we will see charges way beyond hush money. And it's not only that more evidence may have fallen out when they shook that tree during the Trump Organization trial. It's that all of the witnesses that they needed to put on the stand to prove the case against the Trump Organization have now been tested in the crucible of cross-examination. They've had a trial run. They've been able to kick the tires of the witnesses because it's going to be some of those same witnesses who would have to testify against Donald Trump if he's indicted for that same 15 year long criminal scheme to defraud. So yeah, I think for all reasons, all data points, all indicators are that there will be charges beyond the hush money uh, criminal conspiracy. Watch this if loose skin is a problem. South Korea has a new yet gross way to erase the wrinkles. This is just another on the hush money uh, criminal conspiracy that we ultimately see Donald Trump charged for in New York. And here's the other thing, don't forget, in the interim, we also had the release of his tax returns to Congress and then ultimately to the public. And one of the things we learned, Dean, was the hush money payments were taken as business deductions. So we've got more New York state crimes because of false tax returns, and we've got more federal crimes. So I feel like there's synergy. I feel like the justice ball is rolling downhill, gaining speed, gaining mass, gaining momentum. And I also absolutely believe once that first indictment drops, oof, it's gonna be on in Georgia, it's ultimately gonna be on in the federal jurisdiction, and then everybody's gonna wanna be in the business of indicting Donald Trump for his crimes. So you can see, that's where we're at. This is getting very interesting, very quickly, right? He said, like, whether it was intentional or not, like, once one person takes the plunge, the other people are going to take the plunge, like, you know, in a cold pool or something. Or once you're in a little bit, you might as well just dunk yourself. So once someone has charged Trump, it's already going to create the political firestorm. What's the point of more firestorm? I feel like the effects will be minimal on the second charge. People will already, the, the MAGAs will already be riled up. I don't know if they'll be more riled up if he gets a second indictment. At least that's my view. And here's what Jack did today, because he made a huge announcement and he charged at Donald Trump and he charged at Mar-a-Lago like the bull that he is. And he broke those doors down, guys, and he has subpoenaed dozens of people dozens it says here on thursday trump's communication aide who worked at the white house and then moved within the florida appeared before the grand jury and it notes that prosecute and, and spoke with prosecutors in the interviews and it notes that a martin who's among a small group of former white house advisors have remained employed by trump after he left the office declined to answer any questions when report uh, approached by a reporter but it notes further the subpoenas are in connection with the investigation into the trove of highly classified intelligence documents 
discovered at the property last year, prompting an FBI search of the premises and a national security probe. And it says he has sought testimony from a range of people close to Trump, from his own attorneys who represent him in the matter to staffers who work on the grounds of Mar-a-Lago, including a housekeeper, restaurant servers, sources said. The staffers are of interest to investigators because of what they might have seen or heard while on their daily duties around the estate, including whether they saw boxes or documents in Trump's office suite or elsewhere. So this is massive. And the reason they're doing this is that Jack is he's charging at Trump right now. And he's going to hit him where it hurts. And he's going at people that don't have anything of the, to, the need to lose anything for Trump. His lawyers and stuff have attorney-client privilege, and it's tricky to get around. There is no waiter-client privilege. There is no waiter-your-boss privilege. There is no maid-boss privilege. The person or persons that clean Donald Trump's you know, personal quarters uh, of Mar-a-Lago or his office at Mar-a-Lago have no such privilege. And that's a big blow, guys. The amount he's going to get here charging at Donald Trump, right? He's charging there. This charge is going to disrupt so much. And it's going to create a new web. Every one of these people don't just know what they know. They create new knowledge by connections. If they each know half of a story, now you have a brand new full story. This is big. And it's all happening at one time. Remember what Glenn said. Once the first domino falls and it's tipping over, everything's going to crumble.
so let's see here. What else is on Marta's touch? Since joining Play This Month, I've already earned over $20, and that's just from getting gas. I'm getting cash back every time I pump. On the app, select the gas. As the nation, you are not, you despicable traitor. He then goes on to say, the radical left anarchists have stolen our presidential election and with it the heart of our country. Here, Donald Trump again spreading election disinformation, very Putin-esque, the radical left anarchists. What are you talking about? You want to talk about anarchists? You want to talk about terrorists? You want to talk about insurrectionists? You are an insurrectionist. You, sir, are a freaking terrorist. And your band of terrorist insurrectionists who invaded our Capitol building, who want to destroy our democracy, are the anarchists, are the insurrectionists, are the terrorists trying to take the heart of our country. You see, folks, it's always all projection. Then he goes, American patriots are being arrested and held in captivity like animals, while criminals and leftist thugs are allowed to roam the streets, killing and burning with no retribution. And what freaking world are you living in, number one? Um, and number two, you're saying American patriots um, are being arrested and held in captivity like animals? You're talking about insurrectionists. You're talking about terrorists who were arrested. You're talking about white supremacist terrorists who tried to destroy our democracy on January 6th. You're talking about people like who were engaged in seditious conspiracy like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters and a bunch of other right-wing terrorists. That's who you're saying are patriots who are being arrested and held in captivity like animals. I mean, you mean they're in prison? They're in jail for committing a heinous and despicable crime against our democracy. To you, that's like captivity like animals. No, the way you treated innocent people and separated families, you treated innocent people like animals, not people who invaded the Capitol building, who actually tried to kill police officers, who attacked police officers, um, who tried to kill uh, the former vice president at your word, who tried to kill lawmakers. Then you go on to say, millions are flooding through, open, through our open borders, many prisons and mental institutions. Crime and inflation are destroying our very way of life. No, it's actually far better. You know what was destroying our way of life? When your incompetence allowed for a global pandemic to literally spread throughout the world. Remember when you were saying President Xi in China was doing an absolutely great job. You had full confidence in President Xi and you had full confidence in everything going on in China. I know you don't like to say that now. Remember you said like a miracle, the global pandemic, it was all going to go away. It was never going to reach our shores. Remember when you told people to inject themselves with bleach and Clorox or whatever the hell you wanted people to inject themselves in? Remember all of the disinformation that you spread were uh, remember when you forced when you while you were in office you caused America to be so divided and all you would do is spread hate and divide this country that's on you 
That is on you. You try to destroy our nation. You continue to try to destroy our nation. And as I mentioned in the outset of this video, it's not a coincidence that you are both spreading Putin propaganda in other posts. And if you've been following the Midas Touch Network, you know I've covered posts very recently, within the past 24, 48 hours, where Donald Trump is literally making posts saying that we need to disband NATO. He's saying that we need to disband our defense department. He's saying we need to disband our intelligence services. Yeah, you are signaling Putin, I need help. It's obvious what you're doing. And then here you're sending the message to your base, take our nation back. It's so freaking obvious what you're doing. And then you go, the highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime, not true, and whose leader is funded by George Soros, not true, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on old and fully debunked fairy tale, again, not true, not debunked, and what, you've had your lawyer Joe Takapina humiliate himself even further, humiliate you even further, I didn't know, even know you could be humiliated even further, your defenses that you never had 1.5 seconds of sex with Stormy Daniels. No affair, no, no affair, I'm being extorted. That is your uh, defense here. Well, let's see how that plays out in court. The good thing is, is that you get the lawyers that you absolutely deserve, you despicable uh, traitor. And then you go on to say in this post that you will be arrested on Tuesday next week. And I hope, absolutely hope that that's true. And in fact, it is probable that his team has already been signaled based on this message that an indictment may have already in fact even been handed down that they are aware it's already happened and that tuesday's the day that he's going to surrender and so we will keep you posted of course here on the midas touch network but obviously very big news that donald trump is um, predicting this right now and it's probably more than a prediction he probably knows that this is actually going to be the case we will keep you posted here on the Midas Touch Network as we learn more I'm Ben Micellis make sure you hit the subscribe button right now it's free to subscribe on YouTube help us hit 1 million subscribers in the month of March we are marching to 1 million subscribers Help us get there. Also, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Midas Touch. And make sure you subscribe to all of the Midas Touch podcasts to catch up on all of the breaking news. There's the Political Beatdown podcast that I do with Michael Cohen. There's the Legal AF podcast that I do with Karen Friedman Agnifilo and Michael Popak, where we break down the legal issues associated with Donald Trump's threats to our democracy, as well as other issues. Make sure you check out the Midas Touch podcast that I do with my brothers. Make sure you check out The Weekend Show. Make sure you check out Burn the Boats. Make sure you check out our new podcast, Lights On, with Jessica Denson. Make sure you check out Politics Girl podcast. Make sure you check out all of the Midas Touch podcasts. I think you will um, definitely be caught up to date. And until next time, I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Love this video? Then you'll love the Midas Touch podcast. Listen as my brothers and I break down the latest news and chat with top political leaders on the fastest growing pro-democracy podcast in the world. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Add the Midas Touch podcast right now wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Don't buy solar panels. Seriously, there is a very good reason why we're saying this. If you're thinking about buying solar panels, don't. The U.S. government will literally buy them for you if you take 60 seconds to answer a few questions below. Hi there. If you are a homeowner in America and you wouldn't mind saving a couple thousand dollars on your electricity bill this year, then you're really going to love what the U.S. government has just announced. You see, a few days ago, the U.S. government released a new stimulus program with the goal to encourage as many Americans as possible to go solar and that way contribute to a healthier planet. And they're giving away brand new solar panels and a Tesla Powerwall to ordinary Americans at no cost to you or your bank account. As they said, they'll even cover the cost of the installation. Plus, if that wasn't enough, you'll even be handed a 2500 promote here on the Midas Touch Network. Serious conversations about what the issues are. I don't